Welcome to Inman Reconnect, where we bring you into our conversations about what's happening next in real estate. I'm your host, Clelia Peters. Let's jump into today's episode. In today's episode, Brad Inman speaks to the Newsday team about their reporting on bias and unequal treatment in the residential real estate industry. Okay, we always promise a variety and probably the most explosive story last year that we covered is what these three journalists dug into some three years ago. Um, As a lifelong journalist and a lifelong housing person, I was like, this is great stuff. And it was controversial. You may have read some of the comments and I mean, I'm sure you got a ton more than we got, but we got a ton. but I want to congratulate you first because that was bold and it's the kind of journalism we all wish more organizations did. Long, steady, tenacious. But let's cut to the chase with the findings because I think people here want to know about the findings and then you know, how you defended the findings and the process with the critics. In this room, I think you probably have far more supporters than critics, but I don't know for, okay. for a number. But, uh, one, thanks for coming here. Journalists hate to be on stage, and, except for the broadcast guys. Uh, so tell us, okay. Arthur, this okay. is Arthur, Olivia, and Keith. Yeah, so it was the largest, by far, peer testing program ever conducted by a media organization. The largest peer? Paired testing. Paired. And explain that just so everyone Paired testing is the, uh, the primary enforcement mechanism that authorities have used to enforce the fair housing law a matched white, black, white, Hispanic, white, Asian uh, testers visit a real estate agent asking for the same type of housing, the same location, the same criteria. And then the results are measured to see if the agent provided uh, equal service to both testers. For example, were they directed to the same types of neighborhoods Were they given roughly equivalent number of listings? Were they treated in the same way with the same professionalism? And was anything said by the agent that would signal any form of uh, racial bias uh, overtly? So what Newsday did, using that program, it conducted, as I said, the largest program of pair testing ever done by a media organization by far. Now, you partnered with someone or you had your own testers? (coughs) Our own testers recruited. I mean, were you qualified to do that? How did that, like? Okay, so Newsday recruited 25 uh, individuals. Yeah. They were trained by the Fair Housing Justice Center uh, here in Queens, which conducts the largest number of, uh, by far, pair tests um, by, of anyone in the country. It's run by a man named Fred Freiberg, who is a nationally recognized expert in pair testing. So, credible guy that you'd work Yes, with. and so they were all, <coughs> excuse me, they were all trained. Um, and they um, conducted 86 matched paired tests across Long Island in territories that covered 80% of the... With a lot of different brands, a lot of different real estate agents. The 12 largest real estate companies by sales volume on Long Island, accounting for more than half of the sales in 2017. 
And um, so it was, it was very wide. Um, all of the interactions between the agents and the testers were uh, covertly recorded on video, by video camera. That the, seems a little sleazy. Is that okay? That is perfectly okay. New okay. York state law allows that. In California, I think you have to I think in California, permission. yeah. In New York state, as long as one party to the conversation consents, then you can record the conversation. Gotcha. I would interject 37 other states allowed what they call one party uh, knowledge of the recording. Yeah, and so I shouldn't say New California. York is I don't know if that's true about I think California. It probably but that's good to know. So other states. Yeah. Um, 86 pair tests gathered 5,763 listings. How many? 5,763 listings. It, was there some thought given that what's representative? Is that how you came up with that number? Or is that? That's what the agents delivered in oh, the I 86 gotcha. tests. Gotcha. Um, they, the testing was done broadly across ge geographic yeah. region of Long Island. The listings were, were plotted onto maps into census tracts so that um, we could judge the demographics of the, um, of the neighborhoods that were recommended to the individual testers and see when uh, we use the percentage of white residents in the uh, neighborhood as our benchmark and see if, say, the white and the black testers were um, recommended or suggested homes in... I don't mean to cut you off, Arthur, but just for time. Go ahead. Because I think you made a pretty compelling case that you followed the rigorous process, right? Cut to the chase of the okay, findings. What, so what did you find in this? Uh, in our tests, 49% uh, of the cases involving the black and white testers showed uh, evidence of disparate treatment. That's almost half. Steering or what's disparate? Uh, Big word. It's, it, it is steering. It is the provision of unequal information for, uh, to one side or to the other. So the idea is they shun minorities in... Or denial of service they what? is another. Denial of uh, equal service is yeah. another. Meaning they would not even work with them or they were just kind Often, of Often like uh, the agents would say, uh, we need to, you to be pre-qualified or pre-approved for a mortgage. Uh, Presuming they weren't qualified because they're minority. But ne none of our testers were. Yeah. So, but they would take a white tester out or give a white tester listings and not the minority tester. Now, what about gray? First of all, let me ask you, did you go into this with a thesis like, aha, we're going to capture the realtors? Or did, did you have some... Uh, Keith, what about well, you? Did you, <clears throat> did you think realtors, you know, they're all racist? No, we, <clears throat> we didn't think uh, re realtors were racist. What we knew... Going into it was Long Island uh, has a historical segregation pattern. Uh, at the same time, we knew Long Island was growing more diverse uh, from the new residents, uh, mostly from South America. So the first inspiration, hey, wow, it's yeah. getting more diverse in Long Island. Yes. So we had a question, and uh, the investigation was designed to answer this question. Was, was the real estate agent, the industry, which is licensed by the state, and has to follow fair housing standards in any way involved in perhaps creating the segregated neighborhoods that have persisted on Long Island for so long. Yeah. Cut you off, Arthur. Tell me, any more like critical findings? And okay, so 49% of the time, the black testers experienced evidence of disparate treatment, 39% for the Hispanic testers, and 19% for the Asian testers. Interesting. Is there any other like study unrelated to real estate where that kind of parallel number appears? I wonder, maybe there are. I, I'm not aware of it. Yeah, yeah. Can I say one thing, Brad? Yes. It's, it's not something that Newsday um, normally does. Yeah. But uh, we thought that if we were going to get at this issue, uh, 
right. and get evidence that would be compelling, um, we would have to make use of this technique. And I bet you had rigorous debates internally, like, oh, should we be doing this? We, we, you had well, internal rigorous debate. Absolutely. Yeah. We, we debated it you know, at the beginning, but we concluded that... Because we all write about privacy and you know, protecting people's rights. And but, uh, but also think about the, the era, era that we're in where yeah. there's all this fake news stuff. So if we put this out and we're saying yeah. uh, an agent said something that might indicate a bias yeah. and yet not offer evidence yeah. to the reader or the viewer. That's a good point. Because I'm going to go out tonight after all this. I'm done on the stage and I'm going to probably get drunk and they could take a video of me out in Times Square. And I really have no control over that, right? I mean. But I, I don't mean to make trivialize the point you're making. I just think it's important to understand what you had to do. And without but, that, but you But also, wouldn't... Brad, let, let me add, too, this, is, this has changed. It used to be decades ago, uh, the real estate industry was really quite open in sending white and black uh, people to, to different areas. Reshape right? the country. It doesn't happen. And saying things in a, in a pejorative manner, right? Yeah. It doesn't happen today, right? It's we more thought subtle. it didn't. Well, in that way, but things are more subtle. So yeah. you need to. Uh, Let's talk about that a, a minute because we talked backstage. I, I didn't mean to cut you off. You That's had a, all right. Okay. This uh, unconscious bias. Um, people will say, I'm not racist. I don't do that. But there's the unconscious bias, that, that gray zone. What, what, what is your sense of. I mean, I'm sure people that were involved in this think they didn't do it, right? Or it, it, am I asking the question properly? To, you right, you are. Um, we uh, did talk to real estate agents. Everyone first, you should understand, every single real estate agent was informed of the findings in writing. They were well, given they were. full opportunity to come in and view the videos, uh, their videos, come in and view the maps of the listings. Did they like freak out? Um, well, it, it was a difficult um, uh, two months. It took us two months to get through all of that and that's with the real estate agent. Yeah, so all of that was taken care of. Some of the agents who did speak with us used the language that you're using. I am not a racist. I have lived in diverse communities. This is not me you're seeing here. Um, but the evidence did suggest that um, in this test anyway, the black went here and the white went there uh, when um, housing was recommended to them. Any surprises for you? When it was all over, did you go, oh, or you know, was it or any particular story or example. I bet those conversations with the realtors are full of color, but tell me what any surprises well, you <clears throat> Some of the agents made some comments um, that clearly were over the line when it comes to fair housing standards. One agent uh, who uh, told a white tester, and these comments were always made to the white tester, never made to the minority tester, that, uh, you know, uh, help me, Olivia, if I get this wrong, you don't want talking about a minority neighborhood to a white buyer, you don't want that neighborhood unless you don't want to start, start your, your car to buy your crack. Something like that would be surprising to anyone. Other comments uh, were... Especially by professional people that are supposed to be serving the public. Well, in any... Uh, we, we found that schools, the qual school quality or an agent's perception of school quality figured uh, prominently in where uh, the agents would send or suggest housing uh, to our testers. Mm. And so uh, the agents would have their own view of particular school districts and if it were a minority area, did, that was just a, a lower quality in some agents' minds. Yeah. Even, but often, and sometimes that would run counter to the actual data.
Gotcha. And, and that Are you all sufficiently uncomfortable? That's the whole point here. <laughs> Talking about tough issues, right? Because this is what this is about. Hey, what this was, is bigger than housing. What, what I was going to say, what, uh, following up on Olivia, the school issue, it played out in interesting ways. We had one test where um, the um, black tester um, was recommended that um, Freeport, a predominantly minority community, would be a good place for that person to live. When the white tester came, the agent said, you don't want Freeport, the home sale values are not going to be good there because the schools are um, not that good. Now, what was very important for us and grew, we uh, had a slow awakening to this, is that none of these um, actions could ever be visible to the individuals who encountered the real estate agent. So I go into talking- Well, unless they said, I want to move here. But, okay, but if I go to the real estate agent and have a conversation and they say, you know, it'd be good for you, uh, here's some housing for you. Yeah. I will never know what happened to a black customer that is relatively equal to me. And the two sides can never know. Yeah. That, so, you, so pair testing, I think, is, um, the primary way that you can measure. It's a good, it's a good um, approach. Yeah. Tell me this, the reaction. Uh, I th that, let's use the heavyweights, the big brands, because uh, you nailed some of them, um, many of them in this room. Uh, what was, were you surprised, what were some of the reactions by the industry? Positive, healthy, constructive, and also, oh, geez. I, I would say it was a it was a mix of, of all that that we had uh, one particular country um, uh, firm that um, had a law firm working for them that pushed back pretty hard on some of our results that cost uh, that caused us to go back and look at the results. Uh, Arthur knows more. It was about Douglas Elliott. Okay. So um, they very aggressively challenged the findings. They hired a um, substantial law firm. The substantial law firm looked, uh, they sent a lawyer in, that person reviewed all the tapes, reviewed everything, and they sent challenges in. Um, we did uh, What did your lawyer say when you got that? W that we had always expect that we would be sued, right? So there's a high risk of litigation. Right. So um, we re-examined all of the uh, evidence, and we did so find- So you, you didn't react, you actually said, hey, this yeah. is feedback that will we, Take a look. We did with everybody. Yeah. So in that case, um, one of the um, tests, they presented an account of what had taken place, and um, it made us reconsider and say, well, you know, um, it, we thought we knew what we were talking about, but they presented a different story, so we're going to take that um, test off the pile. Did you retract anything? Well, this is, this no. is before publication, so no. there was no... Oh, so you took their feedback? Yes. Yes. Did they calm down? Did the dogs, the Manhattan lawyers, back off, or what happened? Well, to this point, no one has sued. No one sued? Yeah. So that means you did your job and did it well? We hope so. And any other, I, the state yeah. of New York had a hearing, right? And yeah. Uh, I, state uh, Senate. As far as the reaction of this, it's been uh, overwhelming. The state Senate in New York has held a, held a hearing, three committees. I wouldn't hold them very high up, well, state Senate of New York. But anyway, that's okay. The, the, governor, the governor has said he's going to look into it. The licensing agency, Department of State is going so to look into it. Say it again. It. Let's go through one by one, because this is stuff important here. Yeah. The governor, uh, the Department of State, the three committees. Uh, the Attorney General has said she's going to look into this uh, largely based upon the evidence that we made public on our website, including the videos. Um, the other part of this is that, you know, if real estate agents can have conversations among themselves about 
fair housing and standards and meeting those standards, it might perhaps mean more than whatever investigation comes out of. Yeah, I got to tell you, there was a really active conversation on Inman. We have a million readers and they're all aware of it. And um, to me, that's, I mean, I think enforcement is probably, we got to relook at the whole thing, right? Um, and we're not up here to make those decisions. But um, Olivia, what would you like to see happen to clean this thing up? What, what do you think? Well, what, what I can tell you is what the uh, fair housing advocates would want to see. I mean, the laws are already on the books. It's, but, they but lack some Fair housing is 60s, so. right? Yeah, 68. So more paired testing, more enforcement of the laws already on the books. Yeah. If the industry knows this is happening around, that's, it's like the IRS may not get an audit, but you know that they might. So that's a good thing, right? And did you hear around the country, it was, I mean, Poor Long Island, but the whole country kind of came to attention, at least our readership, and said this isn't confined to Long Island. I mean, people in the industry said, we all know this goes on. We did hear that. Yeah. And we heard it from uh, readers saying, and from staff members saying, I, I, I thought this was happening, but I couldn't uh, you know, uh, put my finger on it. I yeah. didn't have the evidence. And one, one uh, important point uh, for this audience I think is important to make, the... Um, 40% of the cases overall showed evidence of disparate treatment. 40. That means that 60% did not. Right. So uh, the majority of the tests were okay. Did those videos any insight there, like they're just doing their job well? Did you, can you give some accolades to that crowd? I mean... Yeah, we, we use examples in uh, the stories of uh, agents that, um, you know, the test results showed uh, equal treatment when it yeah. came to the listings as well as how well they treated the actual testers themselves. There's a, I decided to throw this out to these guys backstage. I said, what if there was an investigation that proved, and by this did not happen, let's be really clear, that the Newsday sports desk all took bribes from the NBA. How would that make you all feel? It puts a, it tarnishes all of you. And I know some people, many people in this room felt tarnished even though they would never do this and never engage in it and have been longtime advocates for fair housing and sit on committees and support this. Um, and, the, and I don't know if there's an answer to that, but I was trying to put it in your lap in the same way they felt, even though we know the sports desk in Newsday doesn't take bribes in the NBA. It's, it's an unfortunate result that uh, could not be avoided, which I think is you know, why I, I wanted to stress that 60% of the time the agents came out okay. Let me ask you, just go down the line to wrap it up. What's one message to this group of industry people that you'd like to see happen so that we don't have to re I'd like to have you back, but maybe I won't have to. Well, I, I would say that, uh, you know, as a person of color, uh, if I come into your business uh, establishment, I want my dollar to go as far as a white person's would. You know, um, I would want to be able to get the best house in the best neighborhood with the best school district, regardless of my race. I would leave you with a quote from one of our uh, black testers. She said, uh, and it spoke to the power that the real estate agent has in, in her uh, when she found out how she was treated versus uh, the white uh, tester paired with her. She says, they, meaning the real estate agents, are the gatekeepers. They are the segregators. So, you know, that, that speaks to the power that the real estate agent has in in helping people find homes. And if you do that in a way uh, that shows that that violates fair housing law, that that has a very 
that impacts that individual's life, that individual's children, what schools they go to. So think about that. So I think the point there, it's a good one. Like, you have a powerful role here as a real estate. People depend on you. So do the friggin' right thing, right? I mean, don't screw up like this. Any last thoughts? It's just um, to raise the consciousness and to be um, deliberately aware of what the fair housing standards require and to be uh, aware of how um, in your interactions with various people, how they come into play and to be um, overly conscious of um, equal treatment. This is great. Gang, journalists, I don't know, you see lists, you know, used car salesmen, unfortunately <laughs> realtors, and unfortunately journalists, we're all at the bottom of the list, right? So we're all one big family here, uh, bottom of every list of consumer sentiment. Um, but journalism also has been particularly attacked um, by all sides, right? Uh, fake news, everything. And there is a way to do journalism. And I was so proud of my colleagues in the field. You did it the right way, patiently, diligently. You responded to the critics. And you had a big impact. So congratulations. And also congratulations to all the people in this room who do the right thing. And you helped us learn a lot. So great to have you. Thank you, Thank Thank you. very much. Thanks for listening to another episode of Inman Reconnect. Visit inman.com slash reconnect for all episodes of Inman Reconnect. Please subscribe to Inman Reconnect in the Apple Podcast app, on Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.